Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, Christy. Hey, Will. How are you? I'm super jazzed about our guest today. I am too. Who is it? It's Dan Povenmire, the legend, the icon, the Phidias and Ferb creator, amongst yeah. so many amazing things. Doesn't he also have like nine trillion followers on the TikTok machines? <laughs> he is many things, and we're going to get into it today on I Hear Voices. All right. I hear voices. What's up, Dan? We are excited to have you on I Hear Voices I today. We, we get right into it, but like, you know, here we are. That's good. Have you met That's Will good. before? I, I don't know that, I, that I've met Will. He looks like like I might have met him. He looks like vaguely familiar. To, have we That's met? That's how I, I thought about it with you have, as well. Have, I think have, we've done something together in the past at some at some point, yes, I would imagine. At some point, or at least been at the same party or something at some point. Yes. I, actually, oh, I want to probably, think that we were, we were probably on a yacht with uh, for Michael... Uh, 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 Wait, Kevin Michael Richardson? Kevin Michael Richardson's uh, uh, 50th party. Okay, so then we absolutely were. Yes, that is exactly yes, where we were. Yes, sure I, th we met I, th there. I think absolutely. that's where we probably met. Yes. Yes. How the, the, cool! The Four-hour. Uh, uh, Does everybody excursion. know who Kevin Michael Richardson is? Oh, I love that man. Kevin Michael Richardson, yes. the voice of everybody, and he'll be on uh, our yes. voices at some point. But I also think yes. I did a Phineas and Ferb back in the day. Oh, excellent! So you probably you may have met Swampy because because I, I would usually only come in. On the days that I was recording, because I was I was back doing the rest of the stuff, and uh, and Swampy was running the recording. So who did you do on Phineas? Yeah, that well, I I, I honestly can't remember. We were doing. I think we might have. <laughs> didn't we do some kind of Kim Possible thing with Phineas and Ferb? Well, I not not verbally, not verbally. We 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 did for uh, they had that spot the difference episodes where, where yes. we, we would add visual things to yes. stuff and play them and to see if kids could could spot anything and like and we put Kim Possible into a shot 
that you know, like, like we we that, got some yes. assets from one of the Compossible shows, and, and, and I'm and sure we also did shot. some sort of like promo crossover kind of thing where it's you know it's like hi I'm yes, KP I'm and sure. I'm Ron and this is Phineas and Ferb yeah like that kind of stuff. There were there were thousands of those and continue to be. And one thing I will say is Dan Phineas and Ferb took over the Epcot ride of yes. Impossible. And we were okay that's with it. True. We're okay with it. <laughs> because true. if we were going to give it to anybody, we were happy to give it to Phineas yes. and Ferb. We, they just show. took down they just took down the Phineas and Ferb version of that at Epcot. Yeah. Like, Did you like ride two it? months ago or something. Well, it wasn't even a ride. It was sort of like a go around and yeah. and and follow yeah. these instructions kind of thing. I never thing. played the game and as Kim. I, I never played it all the way through, but I played like a section of it when they were putting it together. Swampy and I went out and did some press out there. And uh, and they've told me that they're sending me one of the Doofenshmirtz sculpts. Oh, from, good. From, oh, from the, that's from the so park, cool. Which I'm so excited about. But like they told me this like a month ago. And so I'm like <laughs> constantly looking because it looks like it's going to be like four feet tall. I'm like, yeah. like I, I keep looking for a big box and it, it has not come yet. I, I I hope they remember to, you know, like they got my address and everything. They'll do but, it. Uh, but I want to so put them here so in the corner be... of my office. Oh, yes, Nikki's exactly. just gonna be like standing at your driveway one day and holding a massive yes. package. <laughs> so I have a question because you mentioned <laughs> no, you only cool. come in. Uh, you only come. You were going in there when you were recording your character because you're doing yeah. double and triple and quadruple duty on Phineas and Ferb. So I'm doing a lot. On, I mean, on you create, show, so. you co-created the show. You were, I'm sure, writing yeah. on the show, producing the show, helping with every aspect of the show, and doing character voices. Yes, I was. I was. I was the showrunner and also writing songs for the show, and also doing doing. You know, like I basically would do Doofenshmirtz and then like two other incidentals if we needed uh, incidentals. There were only a. I did Klimpaloon, this weird magical, you know, recurring character that was a magical old timey bathing suit that lived in the Himalayas for some reason. <laughs> but, uh, but otherwise I was just, I, I was just doofenshmirtz, but, uh, but I was, you know, making notes on boards. I designed the characters. I, I was, I was directing first season until I made them hire some of the directors. So I didn't also have to do that, but I, w- I was back doing, you know, doing a lot of the day to day, uh, work of just making all those decisions and, and, and stuff for the for the show and redrawing God, you're so stuff lazy, Dan. Stuff. <laughs> and, uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a bit ADD, so it's yeah. I can hyper focus on a bunch well, of things at a time if I like them all. Can we <laughs> so. uh, can we go back to the beginning of of your career in animation yes. and just what got you into the world of animation? What attracted you to this this incredible business of show? You know, you know, it's funny because because when I was I was applying to colleges, I applied to to CalArts and to uh, USC and uh, and Cal and I sent in a bunch of my artwork along with you know with other things for my portfolio. I sent some some actual art because I, I was a professional artist when I was like twelve, and oh, wow. uh, and uh, I, I was this weird. I was a like a child prodigy kid uh, as as a illustrator, and uh, and I sent in some artwork for for them, and uh, and they sent me back a thing, and I was but I was applying to the live action film department at Cal Arts, and they said uh, 
and they they sent me a thing that said uh, we don't we're not making decision on the live action department for a, you know for a while yet but we did show some of your artwork to the animation department and they said they will take you right now that, that you'll get an early admittance if you want to go into animation and i said i don't want to go into animation and i threw that letter away and 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 i ended up going to usc and never got into that film school either but i took nothing but film classes and then i wow. dropped out and uh, and I was uh, just looking for work to you know to keep the the, the power on, and uh, and they uh, uh, they were looking for a storyboard artist on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the eighties, the original Teenage Mutant. Oh Ninja yeah, Turtles. the great My one. Fave. And I was like, well, I I understand filmmaking and I can draw. I should go and apply for that. And so I applied for that, and uh, and I did uh, storyboard cleanup uh, for them for for like a year or so just freelance like every week they would give me a, a, a new one and, and i'm making good money and then uh i went in in-house and did uh and work on uh the uh toxic crusaders and james bond jr and wow. uh and then <laughs> when crusaders. that <laughs> when that was drying up, I suddenly, you know, like they didn't have other shows for a while. And so I was out of work for, for a while. And I had let all my freelance art stuff go, you know, like, like sort of fall by the wayside then. And there was like six months where I didn't work at all. And I was down to my last like two or three hundred dollars in the bank, which was going to be rent next, you know. And I was like, I really need to get something going. And, uh, and, uh. And I, I, I took, and I applied to the the Simpsons, and I applied to, uh, uh, I applied to the Simpsons, and I, and I got hired to write a low budget slasher movie on this in the same week, and the Simpsons said said uh, said oh we'll we'll hire you come on in and draw here and so I was going in during the day and drawing, and at night I would I would come home I would have dinner. I would I would get up and I would start writing this script to, to for this low bad, low budget slasher movie till ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night. I'd go to sleep. I'd wake up. I'd go into work again, and I did that for two weeks. And then I had a uh, a a movie that was going to get made that I had written the script for, and and I was told that I could direct it, but they would only be able to pay me this amount of money. And I was working at The Simpsons and making at least that in the next month. And then I was going to continue to work months and months and months. And, and I realized I would have to quit the Simpsons to go and direct this low budget <laughs> slasher movie. And, and I suddenly realized that all the time I had spent in live action, I had, uh, I didn't really necessarily feel a, a kinship to the people in live action. I didn't feel like those were my people. And uh, and it was actually a party at Swampy's house. My my uh, uh, my partner on Phineas and Ferb was a, another artist on The Simpsons, and he was throwing a party. And my my first wife was was an actress, and and uh, and I was trying to get her to come to this party with me. She was like, I don't know if I want to go to an industry party, and I, and I was I was like, uh, let's just go. We'll make an appoint. We'll just make an appearance. And these are a bunch of people I'm working with. And I was like, okay, we'll go. And we went, and we had a great time. 
and nobody quoted their resume to me. Nobody like, you know, like <laughs> nobody got a glassy eyed look and, and started turning away if they didn't feel they felt like I couldn't help their career or anything like that. Uh. And it was just a bunch of people <laughs> hanging out and having a great time. And we got in the car, and my wife was 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 like. You know what that was? That was an actual party. I haven't been yes! to an actual party <laughs> in like sucks. 10 years in Los Angeles. I've never, never been to it. Like that was great. And I was like, I think these are my peeps. I think this is, you know. And That's so amazing. I so I turned down the, the, the gig uh, on, the, on the slasher movie, you know, directing it. And I just stayed at The Simpsons. And then from The Simpsons, I ended up uh, going to Rocco's Modern Life over at Nickelodeon, which they it. needed... Oh. They needed people who could write and draw, and I had done uh, oh a God. comic strip uh, for a daily comic strip at USC at the for the for the school at USC for the time I was there, and I had you know so hundreds of things that I had written and drawn, and I came in and handed it to Roger Chasson, who was the uh, supervising director. Who had animated Jessica Rabbit for the for the, the wow. movie back in the and, day? Yeah, absolutely. And if I had known that, I would have been a lot more uh, more, <laughs> a lot uh, more nervous. Nervous. I would have been <laughs> like, but but I handed him like a book of my comic strip, and he re- laughed laughed at the first like three pages and said, "Okay, you're hired." And it was like the easiest job interview I'd had, but. That's the okay. Way. So wait, I, I have to I have to ask you a question because there's so much there that I, oh I gosh, we could do an damn, entire show on the, just the stories you told. Because yeah. first of all, I have to start with because you glossed over this very quickly. Okay. You were a professional artist at twelve. Twelve years I, old. At twelve years old, I I was doing all the juried art shows in the Deep South. I grew up in Alabama, and uh, and there were a bunch of art shows in that whole area. Where you had to you had to to uh, send in slides of your work, but you didn't have to send in a picture of yourself. Okay, and they would decide whether you were good enough to go to to these art shows. And so it was uh, a blind. It was a blind thing. uh, And they would always pick me. They would always like approve me and I would show up and they would like, so is your father the artist? Is it like, no, no, it's, it's (laughs) me. And they would would do like, like stories on me in the, in the, in the, uh, in the paper. And I got, you know, like the, the uh, Atlanta Institute of the Art or whatever that's, that's called in Atlanta was really trying to recruit me to come to their, their art uh, department and stuff, but I was making good money for, for a 12, you know, like, like for a teenager, Who's not yeah. able to pay rent? I would go to these art shows and make fifteen hundred dollars in a weekend, and I was Jeez. doing that a bunch of times in the in, in the year. And uh, and like uh, uh, the there's a magazine that the San Diego Zoo puts out that uh, that I sent them some art, and they and, and they and they paid me to use one of their things on the cover, wow. one of my things on the cover, and Damn. I was just doing a lot of uh, a, a lot of that, and I and with those proceeds. I bought a Super 8 camera and movie projector, a sound on sound thing where I, you know, where I could make little movies because that's what I really wanted to do was make movies. And, this is, this uh, is where so. I find your journey very interesting because we will eventually get to how he is an obviously an icon, but an icon in the whole TikTok world right now. He's at <laughs> 5.8 million followers that is not yes. something to, to play down it's, it's okay. a lot of His... people to be paying attention to what i do <laughs> but what i find so interesting is that a man a legend such as yourself it, it, i understand your pain about loving film and cinema and taking the classes i went to columbia mm. for that 
I was waitlisted at AFI. I couldn't get in. I, I tried twice. I tried to get into their women's program for directing. I was waitlisted because of their silly little reasons, whatever. I get it. But at the same time, our business, it is so weird about who it lets in. The gatekeeping it's very is strange. Just, it's so strange. It's like you could have the most obvious amount of like talent, enthusiasm, professionalism, and it just doesn't go in your direction. And and and, it, and you know, it just is really encouraging that you were, you know, rejected. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, so many people well, are fans of yours and and I don't know if they know that about your story that, you know, yeah, that that was it, maybe in a multiverse <laughs> you're uh Scorsese somewhere. Yeah, it's it's possible. <laughs> but US, you're Scorsese in the animation to, world. That's yes, the joy. Exactly. exactly. You know, I've done very well in and and yeah. I think you you end up finding the thing that you're really meant to do. And I think the right. you know Part of the reason I threw away that that uh, that CalArts letter was because at the time at that time that was like the Dark Cauldron days. That's where nothing good was happening in animation. Disney wasn't Disney was doing Oliver and Company, and the, you know, like yeah. there there were there were no classic animated things happening. And TV was all like uh, like the Care Bears or Transformers. It's all stuff based on, t- uh, on you know, like toys. So there was nothing cool happening in animation. By the time I got into animation, The Simpsons had happened, and suddenly that was cool. And and uh, and uh, Ren and Stimpy and, and Batman, the animated right. series, and and then the Little Mermaid. There was this whole second renaissance in animation. So yeah. suddenly it was like, oh no, I can do all the things that I do in animation. I can, you know, and that's what I do. I, you know, like for a living now, I draw silly pictures. I write stupid stories i talk in silly voices and i write stupid songs which are all the things that i would be doing if i was unemployed i would just nobody would be paying me to do them it's all the stuff i would be at home doing by myself so well that's also the joy of our industry though it's what i mean it's like if you want to be a doctor and you're rejected from medical school you can't walk away and go you know what i'm gonna go try it anyway yes exactly as if you know in the entertainment industry yeah exactly (laughs) but entertainment industry you get you hear stories all the time the quentin tarantino's the 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 dan's all these people where it's like i got rejected so i went i'm gonna go do it anyway and it become huge successes yeah so it is one of the few industries in the world where you don't need the education if you have the talent and the drive and everything else you can do um if you just have the will to go out and make it happen you can make it happen now you're still it's still winning the lottery i mean the chances of it happening are are slim but you then get people like dan who say okay well you said no to me here i'm going to go find a different avenue and become hugely successful over here and and also it's much easier i you know like I, i think the the reason that i found this a better way to get in is because you can show like somebody who doesn't draw doesn't think they can draw. Someone who doesn't write or doesn't direct thinks they could write or direct. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, Interesting. like people think they can write because they can spell. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's like, Oh, I, I would be able to do that if I just sat down and, and, and thought about it. Yeah. So, so you don't fight against that thing where, where people who are there to hire you, sort of feel like they could do it do it as well. Also, somebody who doesn't write can't read a script and tell you whether it's any good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they don't get what's good or bad about it. But somebody who doesn't draw can look at a drawing and say, 
that looks like what it's supposed to look like. So, so to me, it's like the fact that I could sort of draw anything you put in front of me. I've always been able to change styles to whatever show I'm on and stuff, and stuff like that. The fact that I was able to just go, oh, you want it drawn like that? Okay, I'll do this. They were like, oh, okay, well, then you're hired. That's uh, the, the, uh, it, It's an easier way to get work, I think, if it, because well, it's, yeah. a, it's a more distraught, demonstrable talent, I think. Who are the artists that inspire you, Dan, or did inspire oh you? Um, uh, it, it, it really sort of all starts and stops with Chuck Jones. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of others, but he's the one that I that I that, that like every frame that I've seen that's drawn by Chuck Jones just makes me go, oh, that's the perfect, you know, like, and that's what I would always try to do when I was when I was uh, you know when I was boarding, which I don't do as much of now. I boarded the pilot to the to the to the new show and the and the first episode, but uh, but. When, whenever I would be like working on a visual gag, I would just put post-its over post-its over post-its and try to like keep pushing the, the, the pose until it was perfect. Like, okay, if I go any further, it's not going, going to be good anymore. This is right where it ha has, has to be. And I just was always trying to, uh, trying to um, channel Chuck Jones when I, when I drew. And and as far as visual storytelling, I was always trying to channel uh, Miyazaki, Hayao Miyazaki, oh, yeah. who, who who I got to meet. I got to meet Chuck Jones at a book signing once. Uh, That's very cool. And, which was cool. Uh, and and then uh, I got to meet Miyazaki in his studio in Japan, uh, oh, which was awesome. like one of these really r yeah. really cool moments. I got to. I was uh, I, to I was actually visit. in Howl's Moving Castle, and that was that was one, uh, of, the, one of the cool. That's moments what they for were making was, when I when I went to the they? studio. Okay. Yes, it they was, were in the middle uh, of the Howl's. Getting getting to go in and do some of the. I think I did three characters for the English dub. Was uh, was really cool. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah. and Jason Marsden, who's uh, has been a guest on the show and is is yes. my best friend growing up, was actually the lead in Spirited Away. Oh, very cool. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about how he booked that entire role from his closet. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. So, oh, that's you know, the, right. What a great yeah, story. You hear those. But, yeah, you do. You, I mean, again, I, I imagine it would be like any other medium where, you know, there are the people that do it, and then there, then there are people that do it well, and then there are people that do it so well. So that well that other people just like. Yep. Yeah, you. and that's, that's one it. of those. It, yeah. I felt that the way the first time I saw Akira, where it was yeah. like. Oh, this is what oh, anime and animation yes. could be. Like, okay, yes. it's not because I grew up on all the shows you were talking about. Which, yeah. when you're eight years old, Thundercats, Transformers, GI yes. Joe, it's GoBots, really cool. yeah. Care yes. they were the greatest thing in the world. Yes. But then you get a little older and you watch the first episode of Batman in the animated series and you go, oh wait, oh. everything's oh, different now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ren and Stimpy uh, was that for me. Everything. Ren and yeah. yeah. You know, you've yeah. got those yeah. moments. Okay, yeah. so you get a call. Hey, we want you to come in to work on a little show called The Simpsons. Now, what yes. was The Simpsons <laughs> when you joined now, them? I now it was cool because I loved them on the Tracy Ullman show, and right. when, they, when I heard they were doing that, I actually applied to them way early and got turned down. Like, like I didn't Rejected have any again, Dan. Well, I didn't have any studio experience. <laughs> it was before I was on the Ninja Turtles, and I'd never worked in a studio, and they were just a little, a little scared about it. Um, I applied. Uh, the the time they they took me was uh, was second season, and I and uh, and and I went in. So I had already seen first season and fallen in love with it, and I was like, "This is this is a show I really want to work on." So I went. So you were a fan already by the time yeah. you were on that. You that's cool. Exactly. Second the season they gave me a they gave me a, a drawing test, and then mm -hmm. you know like before I just taken in 
like like this far out man uh, hippie land amusement uh, sequence I did for Tommy Chong's movie for uh, the, the was, it was his first movie without Cheech. It was called Far Out Man, and I did this psychedelic animation. It was like the first actual animation gig that the, that I had done. And, wow, uh, that's a good one. And and, uh, and I took that and showed them that. And when I look at it now, it's like I understand why they didn't take me. Because you know, it's it's like this doesn't look like The Simpsons. It doesn't you know? There's a lot of things I was doing wrong back then and stuff. But uh, but later on, they were like, Did you have well, a... let's see if you can do The Simpsons. And I drew them. And they were like, Okay, yeah. you're you're in. So, did you have a lit agent or so who was representing? No, you? no, I didn't. I didn't have an agent till Disney called me a year after turning down Phineas and Ferb. They called me out of the blue and said. I know this is out of the blue, but we want to option Phineas and Ferb. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And they were like, so yeah. just give a, give us the name of your agent. And we'll be like, well, I better get an agent. That was that was how I, how I got an agent. Everything so how else did I you just... find all these applications? Like, because I've noticed that you're really uh, like proactive about finding opportunities. <laughs> you, you would think so. I sort of feel like most of that just sort of happened to me. Okay. Like okay. somebody would say, hey, I saw an ad for this. I was not looking through stuff, looking for ads. It was wow. just people that I knew said, you can draw, right? You should do this. Here's you know, the, the Yeah. Yeah, literally the first, my first animation gig with Tommy Chong was, was me at home on a Sunday just eating cereal and a friend of mine calling saying, Dan, you, you 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 can do animation, right? And I was like, Yeah, I, I took that one animation class in college. <laughs> and they said, I and, know she, a guy. and she said, Oh, I, I'm going to give somebody your number. And then, like two phone calls later, I'm talking to Tommy Chong, who's like, Hey, man, I hear you're a great animator. And I was like, Okay, <laughs> yes, hey, that, that that's me. That is the entertainment <laughs> awesome. industry. The entertainment industry is fake it till you make it. Yes, you say yes exactly. to whatever they ask. Hey, can you play the drums? Yes. Sure can. And then you should, figure it out. Yes, and then you, you learn how. To so you go into the simpsons you sit down and you are desk mates with your future partner right well he's right across the aisle from me there's a like there's like there was like this huge bullpen of just just uh you know cubicles as far as the eye could see on the on the bottom floor and uh and and we were both on the aisle and so we we got to know each other that way and, and did you uh, hit it off right away? And know, yeah, like, yeah, you know, no. you had the same kind of animation yes. background. You knew all that kind of. And it was like, oh, this this could be yes. something here. Yeah, no, no, we had a great time. And and actually, uh, uh, he's the one that got me the got me to come and apply to Rocco because we were getting laid off. And I was like, so what are you going to do? He's like, I'm, I've already got work lined up at Nickelodeon on a show called Rocco. You should you should go apply. And I was like, all right. You know, it's another one thing. Somebody just said you should apply for this. Okay, I will. And then, then I got it. And then we got put together as a writing team. And that's where the magic really started happening. Okay. We just had a great time writing together and just, had, you know, like, like just sort of like finishing each other's sentences in funnier and funnier ways. And, uh, and wow. so, so where did, where did this eventually, I want to get into obviously how Phineas and Ferb came about and all that kind of stuff, but where did you go from this to, doing voiceover i mean were you doing the voices of the characters that you're kind of animating whether it's the simpsons or whatever you're kind of throwing the voices out there yeah we we were i would always pitch you know pitch gags and especially at at nickelodeon you're writing the show so the first time anybody hears is sees the show the executives see the show you're just pitching it to them and swampy and i were both came from performance backgrounds i was i did a lot of uh, uh of theater 
you know, mm. through, through, through college and out of college, I, I made a ah. living uh, doing dinner theater for a while. And, uh, and, so uh, and I was also in a band. I did a lot of performing and yeah. Swampy was the same. And so we were, you know, like, which is very unusual for animators to be also outgoing. Extroverts. You know, you know extroverts. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, absolutely. It makes us real outliers. But we would go <laughs> into the pitch and have a great time pitching and get the, uh, get the executives just laughing all the way through. We could really just work a room. And, and I think that's really what set us apart. We, like, like one of the other board artists once found us like, so how'd your pitch go? And it's like, yeah, well, they laughed in all the right places. And he said, wait. They, they laughed like out loud. <laughs> like, well, yes. Are they not like? And then we realized that a lot of them were just working. The, okay, and then this guy does this, sure. and, this and he says this under. And like, they were God, reading it, and over. we were yeah. performing it. And uh, you know, and sometimes we'd write songs for for episodes, and I, you know, and I'd bring my guitar in, and we would play and sing wow. the song uh, as as we were going. Uh, How so, fun! Yeah. So 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 th so that was. Uh, so, so for Phineas and Ferb, which was the first show that I that I created, I small uh, show nobody's heard. Yeah, of it. exactly. You know, they ordered this pilot and they were asking. So, when, when do you want to try to get the script in? I said, Well, I'd rather not do a script. I'd rather write it and draw it at the same time because there's two characters in here who barely talk, and I mm -hmm. think you won't get it otherwise. You know, it's <laughs> like and uh, and so uh, so I boarded that whole first episode the roller coaster episode while i was on vacation in france with my wife's family and we would all go out to the uh, uh the museums at the day or go down to the the riviera whatever the hell we were doing you know and then we would come back at uh, at like uh you know seven or eight at night they'd make dinner at this villa that that uh, my mother-in-law had rented and then everybody would go to sleep and I would stay up and start drawing and writing the the roller coaster episode, and then uh, and then Swampy was living in England at the time, and and I and I and I, so we went by England for a couple of days, and he and I just put it out and just punched it up and changed, you know, like like did whatever rewrites we wanted to do, and then I just pitched it to them, and they'd never had that happen, they'd never had had an episode just pitched to them, sure, and I'm yeah. good in a room, so I made everybody laugh. And yeah. then the, the head of the channel, I pitched it to the studio guy, and then the head of the channel heard how much fun this pitch was and wanted me to come and pitch to him. And I got Are you him talking to about like, Gary? Yeah, Gary, yeah. Gary yeah. Marsh and Adam Gary Barnes. Marsh. Were, were, was, was, yeah. were, uh, I just had lunch with Gary just re recently. Oh, yeah? After, How's Gary after doing? He, he looks much more relaxed now. Good which for is, him. He's, he's, he's doing oh great. He's got, he's got his top button unbuttoned. That's <laughs> In an industry where where studio presidents change every three months, he uh, he, was he was there in charge forever. of Disney Channel for like thirty, 30 years. Thirty years, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Through, yeah. So, through, yeah, through all the best stuff. He's the one that really yeah. made it. He's what, uh, what a great he's guy. A, oh, yeah. we'll, I'll so, send him the link to this episode. Then. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> so uh, Phine Phineas and Ferb is so. uh, is created internationally. You had to take the channel to actually finish the Phineas and Ferb <laughs> yes. uh, pilot. Very yeah, ba interesting. Ba basically, basically, and uh, and we. Uh, you know, and so I pitched it that way, and then other people wanted to see it pitched and stuff. And my executive said, "Okay, we, we also have to show this to Disney UK. Uh, uh, should we write up a script now, or should we just send them the boards?" And I said, "Well, neither is going to have the effect of me actually pitching it." So I got in a room. I said, "I said, tell you what, there's a there's a microphone in the casting room down here. 
I'll just bring the computer in because it's all on PowerPoint. It's all scanned in. And I'll pretend I'm pitching it to a room full of people wow. into the microphone. And then I'll take that and turn that into an animatic. And so, oh, wow. so, so, so I went home that weekend and I edited it all together and I, and I, you know, found some sound effects and then, you know, and, and I would cut out stuff that I felt Jeez. like was absolutely unnecessary where, where I would be describing something. But most of the time I'm just like doing different voices for different characters and stuff. Like and, the, and the Doofenshmirtz, and first of all, that's the best selling tool that's ever existed. And as far as I've, I've been able to figure out, I invented it, the, 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 the pitch reel. And oh, lots yeah. of people have yeah. done that since then. But I was the first person, I think, to actually do that as a way of pitching their show. Like, here's an episode, like mostly yeah. finished. Well, and and it takes away yeah. any of their having to try to figure Questions. out. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, how people. is this going to how is this going to be executed? They know yeah. how it's going to be executed because they can see it. That's the best way fairness, to sell, sell something. In all fairness, you you are a rarity in that very, I can very do all those few things. people can do all of it. You know, where yeah. it's like, I, yes. I'm going to draw it. Band. I'm going to sing the song. I'm going to do the voice. I mean, that's like yes. that. I mean, there's, you know, Seth MacFarlane. There's a handful of people that can yes. do that. There, um, and there, I'm not even not sure Seth MacFarlane can draw the way the way that he that can, you draw. can draw. He can he can draw, but um, he would not have probably been able to use an editing software. So the, I mean, <laughs> which, that's which, the thing, which, I, which I can do. Uh, that's a but, rarity to kind of say I'm going to go in and I'm going to do essentially do the entire thing, one yeah. man bandit to uh, I, to figure yeah, out what's going on. And I've sold them three shows now, and I've sold them all the same way by going in and just cool. I'm just going to get like you know part of it is that I don't really like the process of development. I don't like the Here's a script. We'll get some notes. We'll get some, we'll do some changes. Like I don't want to do yeah. that for a year. Right. I just want to show them the show I want and let them decide whether they want that show right. or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 so so that's what I've done. I've got I've gone through development three times and never had to go through development because mm, I just like awesome. here it is. That's crazy. That's they trust like you it? too, right, Dan? Like, yeah. I think well, they do now. It's funny, you know. Yes. You must know Bob and Mark, right? Who yes, the creators yeah, no. of Kim Possible. Yes, exactly. I just remember we had a lot of notes on Kim. Um, yeah. We did. I mean, we always had yeah. something going on, and we would send it, you know, overseas for animation, and our ADR yeah. process would sometimes, from episode to episode, be very lengthy. Um, yeah. That's normal. Not, I mean, you know, you do yeah. that. You do that. Oh, most we have of the a lot of ADR because because yeah. I'm, but it's because I'm rewriting. It's not because the executives are rewriting. Right. I'm, but Bob I'm and Mark were also rewriting. cut from the original kind of cloth of. Uh, Bob, who are, they're wonderful writers, the greatest guys you'll ever meet, great producers, but so, they're not going to get into a room and start singing songs and playing, you know, right. doing yeah. the voices of no, the characters. No, they're quieter. They're they quieter are. They're, they're, they are much, much <laughs> quieter guys. Yes. Um, so yeah. then let me ask you a question. Well, let's very quickly, uh, uh, would you rather it? Uh, if okay. you had, you had a choice, somebody came to you right now and said, you get to produce and draw or you get to voice act. You can't do both. Which one do you pick? I think I would want to produce and draw. Okay. I think mm -hmm. I, 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 as much fun as voice acting is, and it's a lot of fun, I think that I would get a little bored just voice acting for somebody else's show where I could, okay. you, know, you know, like like a lot of Doofenshmirtz, uh, you know, uh, and Doofenshmirtz came from that pitch reel in answer to your earlier question. Uh, like the executive said, 
I think you should do Doofenshmirtz because you should. We should do that voice that you're doing in the in the yeah. Israel. So, sure. um, and I I love that character. And but so much of the lines that we hear on TV for him were me making stuff up in the editing room because what we were getting wasn't quite what it, you know. Like, oh, I think maybe we should go this way with it. Uh, what what if his what if what he's trying to do is this? And I would just like I would I would do something. You know, I would I would make something up about Girl Scouts trying to buy me cookies and stuff, and uh, and and then I then I would have to then ADR it and match it exactly. And Doofenshmirtz has a lot of uh, he's doing a lot of stammering, and so I would have to like count. He he he's not doing a lot. You know, like I would have to match my own you know gobbledygook that I just made up on the spot. It's like anime, uh, right? Yes, exactly. yeah, trying to fit it into the mouth flaps. Yes, exactly, exactly. So now, so, how did you, you come know. up with that voice? Was that had you been doing that most of your life? You hear that a lot of people. It's like ah, I kind of well, did this voice forever. I guess I, you know, my sister tells me that that's the voice I would use when we were kids. And if we were playing some pretend thing where I was the bad guy and she was the the good guy, I would always yeah. use that voice. Okay. Uh, I, did, you know I didn't something? remember that, but she says, no, it just sounds like you to me. E.G. <laughs> e. Daly said the same thing, Will. E.G. said that when she was a baby, that she would, or when she got a little bit older, she would make these baby sounds and that's yeah. what influenced her for Tommy Pickles. For and Tommy, I know you I also that. directed for Rugrats and whatnot. I did not direct for Rug- Rugrats. What? That's on. What? That's on, that's on IMDb. I swear that was on our thing. It's on, on our it's on IMDb. It is absolutely incorrect. Yeah, I love that. That's a, no, those are my favorite things. I, it still says I don't know that how to I fix went to it, or I would fix yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's yeah, the, no, it still says that. Uh, that it's that one of the few shows I didn't work on. Yeah. What? Let's talk. That's a good. No. Oh, yeah. No. It says it might. My um my nephew was going to uh was applying to Occidental out here and he got the packet from Occidental and it says notable celebrity alumni and there's my name fourth down <laughs> and I, I looked he called me and he went you went to Occidental I went I I did uh, oh my God, so yes Occidental I, I, as far as I'm concerned at this point if they've been using me to recruit I get an honorary degree you should you um, should you should, talk, you Dan, should this is a perfect segue into the other yeah. things you've done because you have okay. uh, you know Phineas and Ferb obviously enormous uh, but we just talked about how you were the creator of Rugrats um, I'm kidding of course <laughs> uh, <laughs> well done well done Thank you. There's a whole uh, online thing on TikTok because this one creator has continued this running joke that she says that I created the minions. She's always thanking me for creating the minions, which I did not do. But I, I get thanked for the minions all the time in TikToks. And I'm like, I had nothing to do with the minions. <laughs> okay, so to to clear it up then here on I Hear Voices, yeah, you created yes. Rugrats, you created the minions and Despicable Me. That's two. Yeah, yeah um, all those things. Did you also, true. so let's see if, if it, you worked on Hey Arnold. I worked on Hey Arnold, but almost everything else on IMDb is correct. It's correct. I, so I Hey Arnold. Directed on Hey Arnold. SpongeBob. Yes, I wrote and directed on uh, on SpongeBob. Family Guy. Family Guy I was director for six seasons. Six seasons. Wow. Okay, so yes. I, I don't even need to name. And I was any, the storyboard. Well, Rocco's Modern Life and never. I mean everything yeah. else. Rocco's so. my fave. Yeah. So but, Family I mean, Guy, I was not only the uh, director of my own episodes, but I was storyboard supervisor, which meant that. That uh, that uh, Seth would do this thing where that he called punting to Pavanmeyer because he quickly realized that I had the same sense of humor as him and drew the same way he would like 
to draw if sure. you had the time. And uh, and so he would do any musical number or any like thing that he just needed a big bunch of visual gags. He would just say, and then Dan's going to put in a bunch of visual gags here, and he would just give it to me and, and let me go. So I was the only guy on the on the artist side who was also sort of writing for the show. He called me the thirteenth writer. Well, <laughs> now, did you do any voices so, on Family Guy? That was a great gig. No, no, no. Yeah, no, Family no. Guy's a great gig. Was yeah, Family sad. Guy's a great gig. It's it was it's it's a good gig. <laughs> so okay, it's, it's so uh, again, not to not to Desert Island you again, but if you you yes. all the shows you've done. Is there one you look back at and it's kind of like, that's the show for me. That's how I look. You know, my career, that's that show. I think that would have to be uh, Phineas and Ferb. I think okay. I think that that feels baby. the most like me. Although this this new one I'm doing, I'm doing one called Hamster and Gretel for, for the channel right now. It's premiering some, in the Is it even the channel people. anymore? Isn't it called It is the Disney channel, but it's also Partners Disney+. Plus. It's yeah. the channel on Disney Plus is where it's. it's, it's oh my premiering. god! I went there. And okay, so, I was in. Yes. I was in LA. Not to sidetrack yes. you, Dan. I'm sorry. And you went to the channel, and, and it's. Just I tried. Not nobody the same. was there. Nobody's yeah. there. It's black no. and white. Yes. No color. Yeah. No paint. No. Yes. No. No. Yeah. Gary's it's, not there. I was. I went in. I got my Starbucks. Thought I could crash like the 13th, 18th floor, whatever it was. No. And, and it was like I. Went I haven't been back to the desk. studio. I haven't been back to the studio since that Friday that they had us ha- had us leave. No one has. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still. Is, I have friends that work at Disney. Weird. They're still doing everything remote, so it's there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a little sadder. They're, they're, it's a little sadder. To, they're just now this month starting to get some other some productions back in there. And I was thinking, yeah. why can't they just let us all come in? And they said, well, the computers are over two years old now, and they've been sitting. So, so, wow. so they're actually. Pr- so they like the problem is is that they are trying to replace all the computer systems and that's what's taking a long time so that's why they're okay, doing one production sense. at a time and wow. we're like the you know we're like late july i think we're going so going nobody back. nobody's turned on the starship enterprise in two years and they don't know what's yes, going to happen exactly. when they crank up the nacelles again excellent yes. i actually yeah. actually i sort of lied before because last week i went to go find something at, at the studio and i had to like like plan three days in advance so that they would actually Jeez. grant me access to the studio. And yeah, I went in, it's totally And it was different. like this weird ghost place. That's yeah. insane. I, I, it I'm was, telling it you. It was really strange. And I like I went yeah. into my office. It was like absolutely silent there. And yeah. uh, somebody had, like I have a whole shelf full of Phineas toys. And yeah. somebody had obviously cleaned the shelf and put them back into like much better arrangement than I had. <laughs> I was like, somebody put some real care into this. And then I went and I and I was like, oh, I should see it. I should. I, and I filmed it. I was like, how badly out of tune will my guitar be after two years? And I picked it up, and it was in tune. Oh, so that wow. means whoever cleaned oh. the room. Come on, guitar. Oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> they walk it's around Disney with all their magic. cleaning, yeah, all it's their the cleaning products and a tuning fork. It's the little fork. fairies. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. It's the fairies. That's was, amazing. Somebody picked right. it up and said, oh, no, we got we to gotta tune this. And I was, I was like, Strom, I was like, oh, my God. It, was, it wasn't perfectly in tune, but it was not but two years out of tune. It wasn't two years out of tune. Yeah. No. All right, was, since we're talking... Phineas, I think we would get yes. uh, uh, our fans would be very upset if we did not ask where did it come from? Where I mean, how did that start? Where where did the Phineas, idea start, and how did it go from there? 
uh, Phineas was uh, was Swamp, Swampy and I trying to create, you know, like we'd been thrown together as a writing team and we loved writing together. And we're like, let's just create a show together and then we'll just get to write together for the rest of our careers. And then it took like 13 years to sell it, you know? <laughs> Did it really? So, it took that long to sell Phineas took, and Ferb? It took 13 years. Uh, wow. I have the, I, here, hold, hold on one second. I'll be right Yeah, ready. definitely. Okay. I have the original. Oh, this is cool. Phineas this is going to be cool, everybody. Wow, only on I Hear Voices do you get this kind of access. You get this kind of, well, you know why? I can honestly tell you why. It's because oh. it's we're nerds and we love this stuff. And we love oh. Dan. Oh, look at that. We will have to take a screenshot and put this on our um, yes. Instagram. So that yeah. is the original. That's the original, and it was... Wow. Uh, and it was uh, a... Uh, a... Uh, one of those those uh, butcher paper tablecloths they give you at some restaurants. Yeah, where they give you a little can of crayons to doodle while you're at. So it's so it's drawn in purple crayon on a, on on my tablecloth, and I liked it so much. I told my 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 wife said, "Oh, who's that?" And I was like, "This is Phineas. This is this show I'm going to sell someday." It's, that was those were the actual words I said wow. on that occasion. And I tore it off, and I took it home, and I drew. Perry the Platypus and Doofenshmirtz and Ferb that night. And I took those four drawings in to work the next day. And Swampy and I built the whole room around that. That's wow. unbelievable. So, and you still have it, which is the coolest and I, thing. And I still have it all these years ever. later. So, yeah. Amazing. You should ensure that. Cool. And, I, and what's funny <laughs> is that I had lost it for a long time. I had no oh, idea no. where that was. Oh. And then within a week, I think it was the week that the show finally got its official green light. That weekend, we were planning a, a yard sale. And I was going through boxes and stuff like that. And in between two books was this drawing. And I was like, oh. Oh. Wow. And I was like, I was like I'm, I'm keeping it now. And I went and got it framed and, uh, and stuff. So, well, it's a piece wow. of, that is, that is a, a piece of animation in Hollywood history right there. It that is. is very, very cool. It is. It's very um, cool. So the other thing, we are about a couple minutes away. So I, I don't know if you're aware of what we do, but we do something kind of fun here on the show. Okay. Where a guest gets to come in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Christy and I go to a lot of conventions and we deal with uh, we, we get to to meet a lot of people who want to be voiceover actors yes. and don't know how to go about it and yep. and don't really get the opportunity. So what mm -hmm. we do is we have somebody come on who wants to be a voiceover actor and they get to do a little ad lib scene. And then we have a couple lines of dialogue that we have written for them. OK, we have a little game that we have called Across the Garden. And so what it is is. <laughs> Christy and I are two little mice that are trying to get from one side of a garden to the other side of the garden, and we're meeting all of these characters along the way. Okay. Uh, and they get to pick who they want, you know, what kind of characters they want to be. We had some some great ones. Phil Lamar was this awesome hummingbird. Oh, my God, okay. he was great. He was, he was great. great. We have some people that are vegetables. And uh, uh, the, the last episode that we did, which was very, very cool, Andrea Romano came out of retirement and actually directed – some of uh directed one of the guests yes um okay. so we have a guest coming on today all the way from england it's like 1 30 in the morning there right now 
Uh, but they are going to come on, and uh, and if it's okay with you, we're just going to do a little scene, and then once they get the opportunity to do this, the the hope is that when the season is over, we are going to take all these little segments and we are going to animate them. We're going to do a people... pitch animatic. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and people are going to get to see themselves as cartoon characters and characters that they've created. Oh, fantastic. Uh, okay, so what so... do you need from me? Am I supposed to be somebody in this? Yeah, we'd love you to be somebody. And So where we are so far, if memory... It, Picking up where we left off with our two mice, uh, 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 that, <laughs> mice characters, we had just come around a very scary tree, and we are trying. Christy is characters trying to get to the mall uh, oh to meet she's her like boyfriend. A she's like she a Gen Z, or you know, like whatever. She's like can't care. Yeah, and my okay. character is just very scared of everything. And please, he's my little brother, and he's really annoying. Okay. Uh, so we're very mellow, and we're meeting all these crazy people along the way. Uh, you can be whoever <laughs> you want to be. Uh, if you, we always say you want to be a woodland creature, you want to be a vegetable, you want to be a, a human that's yelling down. Whatever you'd like to be, you are okay. more than welcome. And uh, I think is Elizabeth he going to tell us before? Uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be a lawn gnome. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I okay. love that so so much. That's okay. awesome. Let's and I think uh, Elizabeth, are we going to be bringing? In, is it Jordy? Jord? There's Jord. He's here, everybody. Hi, it's Jord, oh! ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How are you? I am very well. Wow, this is something that wasn't a thing earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know that it is uh, it is very early in the morning where you are right now, is it not? Oh yes, I am three cups of teas in, so I'm I'm all right. I'm good. Right, <laughs> wired and ready to record that, like yeah. any voiceover nice actor in the world. Hi, yeah. Jordan. It's nice to Hi. meet you. This is how cool this podcast is, and how amazing our fans are. I had you know we needed to get somebody today because we've been doing different scheduling, and I put on my stories, which by the way Dan knows a thing or two about engaging with his fans on his TikTok. But mm-hmm. I put on um, my stories, and Jord was the person who I picked to be on today's show. So Jord, let's explain what we're doing today. That's how it happens. Okay. It's very fast. What, when I saw your story, it was seven hours ago. So yes. <laughs> I was like, surely not. But <laughs> yes, this is no, how no. fast the entertainment industry works, Jord. We need an actor. We will get an actor. That's how quick it is. And That's you're right. a good fan, so thank you. That is amazing. So I don't know if you are familiar with our with our little game here, and you're going to play uh, with Dan Pavanmai over here with Jord. Uh, uh, so we are going across the garden, and what it is is Christy and I are two little mice trying to get across the garden, and we are trying to meet uh, uh, people along the way who are helping us on our journey. You each get to pick your character. So Dan is going to be a garden gnome which is kind of awesome. And, uh, Jord, <laughs> is there some uh, kind of character you'd like to be? Keep in mind, it could be We're too much, animal, so vegetable, could... or mineral. Doesn't matter. You're allowed to pick whatever you want. That is the joy of the world of animation is you can be whatever you'd like to be. So what I'm going to do is none of that. And be the simplest character. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I am going to be a dog that happens to be in the garden. <laughs> love that. Absolutely. <laughs> Love I that. Love it. I love Does it. your dog have a name? Odie the dog. Odie, Odie the dog. The dog, as in, as in Garfield and Odie. Yes, amazing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> love that. Uh, totally based on my actual dog called Odie. Okay, <laughs> great. So what we're then going to do is we will do a very quick run of the scene. We'll keep it real brief, and then I think you also have some lines that we sent you, right, Jord? Yes. So the first thing we're going to do is we're just going to do a quick ad lib scene. 
and uh, and then we're going to come back to you and we're going to do a real VO session with you. We're going to need you to do the three lines three different times. We're going to give you a little direction. And uh, just like in a session, we're going to go from there. Does that work for you? Excellent. This is a dream come true. I've always wanted to do this, so thank you. Let's Yay! go. <laughs> very, very cool. We cannot wait. All right, Christy? Yeah. I think we set the scene where last time... Yeah. Oh, she's already in character. She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, last time, uh, as we voice. left off uh, across the garden, memory serves, we had just rounded a very, very nasty tree who didn't yeah. want us to be anywhere near him. And we're still very far away from the mall, aren't we, Christy? Take it away. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to a mall, and um, we're a little lost right now. Would you come along? Come on. Yeah, maybe, maybe this garden gnome can help us. Excuse me, Mr. Gnome, please don't yeah, scare me. Yeah, but, what? Um, we're, we're trying to get to the mall. Why, why did you have to go to the mall again? I told... It doesn't matter. I don't want to keep talking about it, okay? Listen. Uh, so, so you're asking me for directions? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you, you realize I'm made out of ceramic. I've been moved from this spot in, well, since they stuck me here. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Well, but uh, you... I'm assuming, which way did you come from? Was there a mall where you came from? No, no there no. was a mouse hole. Yeah. Then maybe if you keep going the direction you, you're going, you're at least 50% of the way there. That's very, very vague. Um, well, but it also feels everything vague. in that direction <laughs> is not a mall, is what I am saying. So oh, okay. everything that's in this bad. direction might be a mall because that's the direction you're going. Would you like us to try to spin you around? Or are you happy with your direction? Actually, if, if you could give me just like a, a quarter turn because I'm just trying to do the other side of my face. Oh, uh, do you want okay, to grab the other it. side? Yeah, ready? Okay, 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 okay go ahead. Uh, oh, uh, so wait, 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 wait. No, no, that's too much. That's too much. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh we tipped him. He fell oh, we tipped him over. Oh, is the no. mall straight you know, up? The grass is nice. Okay. The grass is nice. Hey, I do not see a mall straight up if that helps you at all. Hold on a second. Aren't you that guy from TikTok? <gasps> <laughs> no, no, that's some other guy entirely. I'm a much better looking guy than that. The TikTok gnome. That guy's got like 5.8 million followers. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, no, that's some wait, other there's guy. a dog. There's a dog coming. Oh. oh, hello. I noticed that you were pushing over this silly little gnome. I was wondering how, how, where, why, why are you doing this? Oh, God, I hate dogs. How I would appreciate it. They're so cute. Hi, what's your no, name? No, hello, 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 uh, Mr. Gnome. Uh, if you could yes. just um, turn over so your ears can hear. My name is Odie, and I am a lovely little dog. And uh, I hear that you want to go to a mall. Well, I, I don't. I, they they want to go to the mall. I just I just want to lay here in the grass and hopefully not get peed on by a dog. Uh, well, oh. that's okay. You're not red and you're not a fire hydrant. Excellent. So it's fire. How do you feel uh, about I being am... peed on by a mouse? Because we're kind of past that stage at this point. Uh-oh. Okay. I thought it was just the moisture of the grass. Let's go with oh. this. It's not as pleasant why as it, it was. Why is it green? You just peed on the TikTok gnome. Uh, yeah, well, oh. maybe then I'll go viral. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean that's that. I'll show funny. myself out. Don't. Um, Okay, so can so, you see where we're going up there, Odie? Uh, yes, um, I am a British little dog, so I, um, I call them shopping centres. 
but I believe it's the one with the big target red thing right, over right. there. No, 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 that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so that closed. So uh, what you're gonna have to do is uh wait, wait, go wait, down wait, what do you mean the... it closed? My boyfriend the rat is there. We have to go and see him before he leaves. Are you telling me that it doesn't exist anymore? Well, I'm telling you he is a rat and he has lied to you. <gasps> or... Oh no, oh she's crying. Or maybe, or maybe, just, I... just hey, stay with me on this. Maybe it's not closed for rats. Yeah, that's possible too, but... Yes. Maybe it's just closed for people. I don't know. And dogs. It's because you're a dog. That's why. It's because. Uh, is it because I am not a guide dog and I don't guide people because okay. it's shut? Not helpful. <laughs> you just made me so upset. <laughs> Very good. And scene. Perfect. Very good. Very that good. was wonderful. Now, George, very quickly. So you got the you got the dialogue in front of you. I do, yes. All right, so uh, in the entertainment industry, in the, 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 the voiceover world, we're doing A, B, and C takes. So we're going to give you mm-hmm. give us three takes of each line and switch it up uh, 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 in between. You know, the, the, how you want to, what you want to emphasize or kind of energy you want to give it. But give us that dialogue. We'll do the first one first and go from there. You ready? I am ready. All right, here you go. <laughs> Here's number one. Go for it. And action. Yeah, I avoid that guy like the bees avoid. Oh, what an analogy I can do. Oh, I got nothing. Just stay away from him. Nice. Give us one more. And then uh, it, 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 instead of uh, in the middle, uh, just give us kind of hemming and hawing sounds. Like, uh, um, uh, uh, something like that. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I avoid that guy like the bees avoid. Uh, um... Oh, I got nothing. Just stay away from him. <laughs> Perfect. Now, uh, see, take anything you want to do. Just play. Yeah, I avoid that guy like the bees avoid. Oh, what's something really clever? I'm not clever. I got nothing. Just stay away from him. <laughs> <Yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> Sir, as they would say in the That's booth, sweet. circle the see, take. All right, yeah. number. Now you got, uh, here's your second line. Again, give us an A take. Here you go. Is that the mall with the good food court and the two Forever 21s? Doesn't that make it 42? (laughs) Great. How about one more kind of to yourself and a little quicker? Is that the mall with the good food court and the two Forever 21s? Doesn't that make it 42? Awesome. Give us a (laughs) C-take. Anything you want to do. Is that the mall slash shopping centre with the food court and the two Forever 21s, which me as a British person have never heard of? Doesn't that make it 42? (laughs) Circling the C take again, I think we've seen that when you let Jord go, that's when you get the best take. Let's try Robin Robin Williams with it. Let's just go Robin Williams with it. (laughs) Let's try your, uh, your third line here. Take it away. You think you've got problems? My best friend ran off with my wife and... I really miss him. (laughs) (laughs) Give us another perfect. Give us another one. You think you've got problems? My best friend ran off with my wife and... Oh, I really miss him. (laughs) (laughs) And now the C-take, anything you want to do? You think you've got problems? My best friend ran off with my wife and... Oh, I really miss him when he used to stroke my back. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Jord, 
You killed it. You killed it. Thank you very much. Mike dropped, got into the booth, and you killed it, my friend. Thank you so much for for hanging out with us and uh, for for sharing this with us. We think that's great. Oh, thank you for the opportunity for me to come in. I've been watching, well, KP since 2002. KP started when I was starting secondary school, high school, and it finished when I left school. So it was literally the perfect program for me to find myself and to become who I am today and and Dan Pavemeyer thank you for <laughs> Phineas and Ferb <laughs> you're welcome awesome good luck with your new show oh thank you thank you very much that is so cool Jord thank you for staying up with us hopefully after your three cups of tea you're going to be able to sleep now <laughs> You're going to need a sleepy time. But you you killed it, and we can't wait till you get to actually see yourself animated uh, and Odie the dog comes to life, because you're the one who who gave him life, my friend. That's awesome. Did not know that. I'm even more excited now. (laughs) Just wait. We're working on it. Thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Thank you for being here. everybody. Awesome. Wow. That was so unbelievably cool. Oh, man, I love doing that. It is fun. Now, I, Dan, you do have this new show coming out. Do you want to talk about that, or can you yeah, talk about it's, it? Yeah, it's coming out on the channel and on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I don't think I can give you a date yet, but it's but it's uh, sometime, I think, this summer. And, yeah. uh, and we are... Uh, I'm, I'm really thrilled with it. I think it's it's got all the humor of Phineas and Ferb, but it's also got a bunch of action... It's also got a bunch of heart. It's really about a family in a way that none of the, none of the other shows really were, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's about a brother and sister uh, who are are quite a, quite a few years apart. The brother can drive, and he's been waiting to get his his license so that he can be out on the open road and in charge of his own destiny. And of course, he gets his license, and then he just becomes the chauffeur to his little <laughs> his little sister. Which is what happened to me when I was growing up. I had a sister that was 10 years younger than me. And I just became <laughs> her like, okay, you're going to soccer practice. Let's go. You know, it's like I became that. Uh, but in the midst of that, they're on the road one day and they get uh, they get stopped by aliens that that tell them that they've that the two of you have been chosen to receive superpowers and they shoot them with this beam and he's like this is great we like we're like we're gonna be a brother sister superhero team you and me and then. Uh, uh, but unfortunately, the superpowers go on to Gretel, the, the sister, and her pet hamster, who happens to be in the car, which, as oh, you can imagine, no. causes, causes a little friction. But, uh, <laughs> but so the, the series is really just about sort of the two of them and the hamster, uh, you know, it, and he's still the older brother and st- still feels very protective of her and wants to, you know, make sure she's okay and guide her and stuff. And she's all id and impulse. and. Right. She doesn't really need protection because she can lift a school bus bus over her head. <laughs> but he becomes like the guy on the headphones in the in the in the van, you know, telling her which way to go and like you yeah, know, yeah. sort of the brains of the team. He's the chair and, guy. And we're having the best time with it. Apparently he got the best uh the best uh audience scores in the in the focus tests since the original Phineas. So That's uh, awesome. so the executives are really excited about it. The channel's really excited about it. And, and I'm having just the time of my life. I, I think That's it's a lot of fun. amazing. And where can well, people find you uh, social media wise? Oh, I'm Dan Pavenmeyer at, uh, on TikTok. I'm Dan Pavenmeyer on t- Twitter sometimes. <laughs> and I don't do Twitter or Instagram as much. Uh, and I'm uh, YouTube. And why I'm Dan is that, Pavenmeyer. Dan? 
Why, uh, why are you on TikTok? What, what's so exciting you know, about TikTok, it? TikTok is so much more fun than any than any social media that I've ever attempted. And, you know, it's, it's and, you know, part of it is that that's where all the Phineas and Ferb fans okay. went. You know, it's, it's like, like, you know, I didn't grow much on Twitter or Instagram after the show stopped. Yeah. But I did like one TikTok and I, where I did the doof voice and it got like 2 million views. And I was like, oh, this is where all the, like, I thought people just forgotten about the show. And oh, I was no. like, that's fine. It, it had its day, you know? And yeah. and I suddenly realized there's this rabid following of people who just love that show. But the of other course. thing is like, I get to make little movies all the time. I get yeah. to, you know, I get to, you know, like plan and edit and perform in li- these little movies. And I'm just, I'm just having the, the most fun Good. And as soon as I started doing stuff on it, I grew so fast. I had oh, like, I had, yeah. a, I had a million uh, followers within like the first two months. Wow. And, you know, Jeez. and it was like, which was so much more than I'd ever, you know, like, I think I have a hundred thousand on, on Twitter, which is a great number of, you sure. know, like I would have been really thrilled to that, to have that number back in the day. Uh, and, uh, uh, and so now I just. Do, that's what I do with my spare time. You, you know, the, the pandemic made it very easy to do that. Now I'm running a show again. I started doing it when we were in the end of the Phineas and Ferb movie that we did for, for Disney Plus, Candace Against the Universe. It's on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Hundred mm-hmm. percent Rotten Tomatoes rating. Yes. Just, just, mm-hmm. just gonna throw it out there. But, uh, but I, you know, so I was everything was winding down, and that would usually be a time in between shows where I would sort of feel depressed and like, like really just like, Oh man. You, you Dan? Know? And, uh, and now, you know, and because of TikTok, I was able to throw myself into something else and, and you're like, Ooh, and I can green screen. And I was learning a lot of new things about the editing yeah. program and, yeah. and, uh, and doing skits with my daughters and, and, uh, and, you know, promoting the show, pr- pr- promoting the, the, the movie. And it was just so much fun. It kept me sane during that time where it I would have did. otherwise been been stuck inside a house, yeah. you know, yeah. for for a year. And uh, and so so I've just had the best time. I'm, I'm so addicted to it. It's the first thing I do in the morning is I check Her- my mentions and, Dan, and I try to. Me too, you know, man. So me it's, too. It's, wow. It's, I don't know. Uh, so I, maybe fun. I'm fighting a losing battle here. I don't know. I might have to check. Do you not, out are you not on TikTok? You should. I'm no. not on any. I, I have no social media so. presence will. whatsoever. I don't really? even have. I don't even have Facebook. I have nothing. I have really? zero. Will Will's to, to good me, it's with been us. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And also, what I think is cool about Dan is that like all of that live action stuff that you want to do it's like a part of that in you yeah it's like traveling through that and it's so nice to see when the fans react so organically to every you know to your legacy and um i think it's really cool that you're out there yeah and it's cool it's cool to see that you know like mcfarland's not out there right i know yeah yeah but there's all these songs that we wrote you know for phineas we wrote a song for every 11 minute i wrote 400, 500 songs for Disney wow. at this point. And, uh, and there's all these songs that we wrote in, you know, there's a song called Busted where I just was looking it up the other day on TikTok. And there's hundreds of thousands of videos, not views. Is that the rap Videos one? that people did, huh? Is that the rap one? Well, really? No, I don't the understand. rap one was a huge, 
that was a yeah. huge trend on t- uh, on TikTok. Huge there were hundreds of thousands that. of those. Too. Wow. It was like hundreds of millions of, 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 of views for that. Uh, but just watching people doing, like Busted was great because there's a, a whole choreography that I drew for it. And it's, it was Candace and Vanessa, these two characters. And, and it's like a shot, like a music video. And it, it's, it's yeah. just this fun little pop song mm-hmm. that me and Martin Olson wrote in an hour in wow. 2005. And there's, and so like people doing cool harmony parts of it and stuff like that. It's so cool to see that these songs have really stood the test of time. You know, there, there, there was a guy who was at Lollapalooza with his band and played the Phineas and Ferb theme song as like oh, just yeah. a surprise thing for them. And it's this sea of people that goes off into the horizon and they're all freaking singing along. Yes, that is the influence. Me, I like burst into tears. I'm like wow. watching TikTok and I'm like crying and, and my wife comes out and she's like, what's going on? I was like, watch this. And then she started crying. It's, you know, so it's... It's uh, it's it's just cool to see that that the show meant so much to so many people. Like like the guy said, you know, Kim Possible defined this part of his childhood, yeah. and that's that's what you get when you do kids TV. Is you get people growing up, and they and and nostalgia for them is the thing that you made, and uh, and you know that's amazing. I think. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, to say sure. uh, lasting the test of time and generational are uh, uh, as an understatement. It's, it's going to be around so. forever. That's awesome. Yeah. Whole new generations, too, yeah. finding it with all the streaming services and everything going yeah. on. So that's really pretty cool. wonderful. Well, will you come back and join yeah. us again? I feel like we haven't Absolutely. even scratched Anytime. the surface. In studio. In studio, next time, yes. you're, <laughs> next time you're in L.A., I'll come into the studio. Oh, thanks, Dan. Well, you're thank a legend. You so much. And we love you. All right. Ciao, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. I Hear Voices is hosted by Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano. Produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham and executive produced by Brendan Rooney and Will Friedle. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And our video editor is Eduardo Gamba. And that was my announcer voice. Some side effects of listening to I Hear Voices are sore abs from hilarity, falling down the Coco Melon rabbit hole, sneezing due to mass nostalgia, and hugs. Follow I Hear Voices wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing voices. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Hear Voices Podcast. To see the video stream, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also check us out on MySpace, Omegle, Vine, LimeWire, AAM, and Napster. Okay, Will, let's teach you about the internet. The what? (laughs) 